Riddle me this. How is it that you sweep the NFC West, you finish second in the NFC with a 13-4 and record, you're on a 10-game win streak, and the team that you're about to play, you beat not once, but twice. And the team? Twice. And you're still doubting. People still feel you're going to lose. Welcome, everybody, to the Wild Wild West. It's the 49ers. It's the Seahawks. It's the preview show right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. They know I'm gold-blooded, got the Niners on my back, got the Niners on my wall, got the Niners everywhere, you feel me? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Wayne Breezy. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Wayne Breezy Show. Round of applause for everybody out there. Woo! Y'all looking good? Y'all looking good? Looking good? Hey, shout out to all the members. I see you guys, man. Y'all loaded in here. Boats, you was number one in here, Boats. You get the air horns today, baby. Number one for my man, Boats, man. Eddie G's in the building. Jacqueline Knox is in the building. 49er Jeff is in the building. My man, Jerome, is in the house. Christy Marie, I see you. Peachy's in the building. Oh, everybody. Whoa, we got we got peoples all over the map. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Look, it's one more day to... Uh, closer to the game day. Like, that's that's what's most important. Like, one more day closer to game day. Niner Cali boy, I see you, baby. What's going on? Dion from Niner Game Podcast in the building. Tony Montana in the building. I see everybody putting their score predictions in here. They getting it in mad quick, mad easy. I see y'all, y'all doing. I ain't mad at y'all. You know what I'm saying? Listen, if you're not already a member of the channel, go ahead and join right now. Click that join button. Become a member. I want to see your name pop up in the color as well. Shout out to everybody else out there as well. Thank you for all the subscribers. Make sure you hit that like button. We got a really, really, really good show for you guys today. It's going to be short but sweet. Going to invite some of you guys on here. I'm going to put the link out here. I'm going to get your key matchups. Going to get your position battles. And you're going to give me some game day predictions. Yes, game day predictions right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. I'm a little too excited. Let me simmer down just a little bit, just a little bit. going to bring it down. Uh, our, our sister Tanya, uh, she's definitely, her and her family is going to be in the need of prayer. So please keep her and her family in 
your prayers. All right. We definitely we hold you up in prayer, uh, Tanya uh, and the Sayals. Uh, we are sorry for your loss uh, and, and we love you. Uh, we just want you to know that we're here for you. And if there's anything you need from your boy Breezy and the Nitty Gritty Niner family, uh, we got you. All right. So uh, we'll be reaching out to you very shortly. I'm going to have Miss Debbie reach out to you. Uh, if you're not watching, hopefully you'll be able to get a chance to watch at some point. But we'll definitely make sure we make contact. But please keep uh, our sister Tanya and the Seals, uh in your prayers. All right. Uh, please keep them in your prayers. Super important for me and them as well. All right. Um. Like I said, we got it. We got a great show. Uh, it's time to preview the game. Uh, I, I had to start the show off hot because it was more like, dang, yo, like we, I still got that post nasal drip. We still, we still doubt it, man. And it's cool. I think it's really cool that the 49ers are doubted. I think that's the, that's the thing that they need to continue to play with the fire that they play with. VZ, what's going on? Uh, <clears throat> And the chips on their shoulders, right? Because the 49ers are playing uh, lights out football. We'll get into some 49ers news. But first, let's go ahead and get through the formalities. Breezy this, breezy that. It's on all musical platforms. Go ahead and download it. Make sure you're streaming it. Do whatever it is you got to do to support us. We truly appreciate it. Shout out to Lake City Fresh, the originated none greater Lake City drop that ish. All right, shout out, man. It's of Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play as well. Like I said, you could download it probably for 99 saying you can if you have a streaming service make sure it's, it's in your streams and make sure it's on your device all right don't forget to like comment subscribe right here on the channel listen we are at 1900 over 1900 subscribers and we're about 82 away from 2k let's see if we can get to it by saturday 82 from 2k if we do I'm going to give something away the moment we hit 2K, all right? We'll do a show, and I'll definitely be giving something nice away. Let's get to that 2K, all right? Let's do it. But don't forget to hit that like button, leave a comment, and don't forget, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to the channel as well. Don't forget, the podcast is rolling. I want to get those listens up. So I tell you what, after the show, give yourself about an hour or two. Go ahead to your, 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 your Apple podcast, your Spotify podcast. Make sure you got the show on download it to your device and give it another listen all right if you like what you hear listen twice it's always good to listen twice because you'll miss something you ever go see the same movie over again i mean i don't pay for it the second time but at least i do watch it a couple of times you always miss something you didn't see the first time so make sure you guys go ahead if you're watching the show live don't forget to go listen to it on apple Podcasts or spotify and don't forget to leave a five-star rating all right join the patreon that's patreon.com backslash wayne breezy i'm going to be working with my brother mike today we're going to try to get you another red light special show today before i hit the the highways i'm going to be in the air or the airways real soon headed out to cali now welcome everybody to the wild wild west and don't forget to support our partners and sponsors over there at Residency. You can go to www.residency.com. Use the promo code SFBREEZY. Now, if you want to give Super Chats, I would truly appreciate it. They do help the stream, help the channel. But don't forget, we're going to do a Super Chat segment toward the end. So if you give your Super Chats early, I'm saving them for the end of the show. It helps with a cool little recall, recap, all that good stuff. All right. Thank you again for tuning in. All right. It's going to be a great weekend, guys. It's going to be a wet rainy 
weekend. Wet and rainy weekend, right? That's what the forecast. What's the latest on the forecast out there in California? All our Californians out there uh, that live out there, I'm sure you got the weather app. What's it looking like for Saturday? I'm just curious, Saturday, 1.05 p.m., or was it 1.35 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time? Is it still like 90%, 100% rain? If so, it's going to rain. Now, I don't know how much it's going to rain, but it looks like it's definitely going to rain, uh, which probably will be in the 49ers favor uh you know it'll be in the 49ers favor okay so let's go ahead and start the show off with that because i see my man vz vz 408 already starting to show off listen we got to do we got to do the madden recap all right so the madden simulation okay uh you're gonna be mad at this all right, so let me just break it down what happened because it's a long show so if you're gonna go back and rewatch it all right, which I, I encourage you to go back and rewatch it. Show's already over almost 3K, right? Uh, 49ers defeated the Seahawks 10 to 7. So when you guys are doing your score predictions, right? I want y'all to not look at the score, but pay attention to the to the to the spread of it. Like it's just a three-point game. It's possibility it's gonna be a close game. I don't know. It's what Madden is predicting. Now, here are two versions of it. I'm gonna keep it 1,400%. Miss Debbie says a 94% chance of rain. Good gosh. Um, I'm gonna keep it 1,000%. Okay. What had happened was the game was was playing, and uh, it it was just uh, it, it got frozen and stuck on my start button. And then I couldn't, and then, and then since I couldn't unstart it, I just, I just went to quit the game and, um, and then we just restarted it all over. That's all. It's like we had to restart over because it wouldn't unstart. Something was wrong. Something happened. Uh, but if you watch the beginning of the game, like you watch the first part of that stream, yo, Brock Purdy ran the ball 10 times. He had two fumbles for touchdowns and five fumbles. I ain't never, ever, 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 ever seen a game cheat like that. So what, what had happened was it got I, I hit the start button. I needed a pause. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you ever see bad boys and 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 Martin had to go woosah. This that was my woosah moment. That was my woosah moment. That was my Musa. I had to go. I had to pause. I just needed a second, and then, and then uh, I was like, "Yo, why won't it unpause?" I'm just, uh, yeah. And then, and then, but the other stuff was moving, so it allowed me to scroll down. It allowed me to quit, and then the game reset. And so, when we reset the game, we changed up one little thing. We just switched to live playbooks. I'm telling you right now, if you're gonna do any type of live streaming gaming make sure you switch especially madden hit the live playbook that had to be the answer there was still some quarterback runs in there but it wasn't 10 it's like two it's way better all right it was two all right so did that 49ers ended up defeating the seahawks okay they ended up defeating the seahawks 10 to 7 three-point game it was crazy and 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 the 49ers had to come back and win. They were winning three, three, nothing. The majority of the game, they let the Seahawks go and score a touchdown. And then CMC says, not on my block. All right. Not on my block. Good news for 49ers. Uh, the accolades are just trickling in, right? Like you're looking at these accolades. You're like, yo, this team is balling. I'm loving it. Um, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, so let's see. What did I want to? All right. So NFC Offensive Rookie of the Month, uh, Brock Purdy, and running back uh, Christian McCaffrey is the NFC Offensive Player of the Month for December and the month of January. They did January already, but it's probably because it's the end of the season and then the playoffs start. So, yeah, that's why you probably get the January, even though it's mid-January. It's almost mid-January right now. Season has ended. Regular season's ended. But this is amazing, man. Round of applause to these guys. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. These guys are balling. Look, this is why I keep saying, like, you know, we were having that Brock Purdy conversation all week long, man, right? Like, should he be offensive rookie of the year? And everybody's like, no, but look, man, he's he's the Pepsi guy twice, like the Pepsi week player twice, right? And then all of a sudden, now he's uh the NFL's rookie of the month, offensive rookie of the month. Come on, man. Kid is out there balling, man. We got a new member to the channel. Get your air horns ready. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Wade Young, who became a member today. Wade, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for not only subscribing to the channel, but for joining and becoming a member. I promise you, you will enjoy every bit a part of your membership, man. Wade, enjoy the chat. They are the best daggone family members that I've ever had. All right, I can tell you that right now. They'll keep you They'll keep you safe. Hope you're a Niner fan too, by the way. If not, uh, it, it may be a little problems going in there, but they're welcoming you to the family right now, you know. Uh, I see a lot of you guys out there saying some stuff that I just don't want to see, but I kind of believe it. Like the game might be close and things like that. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You know what I mean? Um, just crazy, crazy. Uh, uh, let's talk about this. So Adam Peters declined uh, to, you know, to meet with Tennessee Titans and the Arizona Cardinals or whatever the other teams. You know, it was a couple of teams. So it definitely was the Tennessee Titans, right? Uh, the question is why? Like why? Now, Tim Kawakami uh, interviewed him from The Athletic. He, he was able to interview John Lynch. Uh, and John Lynch kind of John Lynch said Adam Peters is declining general manager interviews. Somebody 49ers headquarters asked John Lynch if this means he's leaving. Uh, John says, no, I'm good. Lynch said yesterday, chuckling or whatever. Uh, there's more to it. It was more like, you know, I don't know. We we don't know. Here's my here's my take on this. Right. I just feel like D'Amico Ryan's Adam Peters, uh, my man, Ron, like right now, they ain't thinking about a new job. They're not thinking about going somewhere right now. Now, I'm I'm not saying that that's how they feel. I just know right now at this moment, it's only about the quest for six. Speaking of the quest for six, it started right here on the Nitty Gritty Niners talk show. So please make sure when you see quest for six out there that you guys make sure that somebody's giving credit to your boy Wayne Breezy right here and the members of the Nitty Gritty Niners talk show, because that's where Quest for Six even originated. Uh, I had a friend that sent me a hoodie sweatshirt that has Quest for Six because he heard it on the show. That's how I know it originated here. And I'm seeing a lot of people starting to use it out there. A lot of more, a lot of famous people talking about they never heard that before. So just make sure y'all let them know that, you know, the Take Six started right here. All right. Quest for Six is one thing. It's all about taking six right now. Because remember, we were talking about, hey, uh, uh, remember the group Take Six? I think that's how it came up. 
and they were talking about quest for six and i was like oh i don't like that anymore let's take six you know what i'm saying so make sure you guys let everybody know when you hear take six it started right here it originated right here from the quest for six that's what it started up kind of got kind of got boring because we had the quest for six twice and then we lost so i was like how about we just go out here and take six you know what i'm saying and i got that from my from the group a man called mcknight take six sing a little something you know what i'm saying but Adam Peters decline. I think it's all about taking six right now, right? They, they're looking, they're looking to get this title, seal the deal. Because the 49ers have come close with the Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch regime. They've came, they've come close twice. Twice. Once in the Super Bowl, once to the NFC Championship. And this just may be the best freaking year ever for the 49ers. All the 49ers gotta do. Is go out there and execute. That's it. That's it. Go out there and execute. That's it. That's all they got to do. All right? So take six. That's that's what's going down. I'm thinking that's why Adam Peters and D'Amico Ryans declined. They don't want to hear none of this offer talk. Now, I'm not saying that they're not thinking about it. But don't you don't you like the fact that our coaches aren't sitting here like thinking about, hey man, where I'm going to work next? What's the number you trying to give me to to be this job? Some coaches are like that. Some coordinators are ready to move on. But I like the fact that you know you're hearing these declining offers and things like that. Uh, you know, for the, for the 49ers and stuff like that. So it's good because they 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 about one thing taking six. And with the way that the media is going on out there, you know what I'm saying? They. Like, how, how do you, I, I started to show off with, how are, how do you win? No, 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 no. That's the wrong word. Winning the division is bad. How do you sweep the division? I mean, go 6-0 and in the division, right? Finish second in the NFC behind the Eagles. Number two, finish second, right? How do I know? We got Tech Z. Number two. You're on a 10-game win streak. And you still get doubted. It doesn't make any sense. By a team you beat twice. I can see if it was a team we never played. You know what I'm saying? If it was a team we never faced before, I can see if it was even like the Minnesota Vikings because we ain't played them this year. I can see if it was the Philadelphia Eagles because we didn't play them this year. But we played the Seahawks. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk game. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is show the Niners a little bit of respect. They can't be the Rodney Dangerfields of the NFL. They just can't be, right? I don't know. All I'm saying is this is good for the Niners. I said that at the very beginning of the show. I'm going to say it again. Really good for the Niners. And here's some reasons why it's good for the Niners, right? So when I look at the 49ers practice report, all right, I already know that Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to play. Uh, looks like uh, Ambry Thomas did not practice yesterday as well. But Eric Armstead, Aaron Banks, Demetrius Flanagan Files, Dre Greenlaw, Javon Kinlaw, and Christian McCaffrey uh, were limited. I'm going to start with those guys right there, all right? 
Let's start with Eric Armstead, Aaron Banks, Demetrius Flanagan Files, and Dre Greenlaw, Javon Kinlaw. I mean, Dre Greenlaw, Javon Kinlaw, Christian McCaffrey. Number one, I already know Christian McCaffrey's going to play in this game. I know Eric Armstead is going to play in this game. I know Aaron Banks is going to play in this game. I know Dre Greenlaw is going to play in this game. And I know Javon Kinlaw is going to play in this game. The only person I'm question marking around is my man DFF. But guess what I know? He going to play in this game. Now, here's what you got. You got one of your best special teams players and DFF and depth linebackers playing in this game. Dre Greenlaw will be back. Who is the big play Dre? That's where he got his name from, playing the Seahawks. There's no way he misses this game, right? He's playing this game. Javon Kinlaw is going to be limited for the remainder of the postseason. So don't expect him to be fully healthy, but I get I guarantee you he will contribute. The more he plays, the more he's going to get into some type of a rhythm uh, and and into football shape. Okay. Now I just want to put that out there. Eric Armstead is the captain of the one of the captains on the team. He's not missing this game for anything. He's probably playing some of the healthiest football he's been playing of his career since he had the plantar fasciitis and the other injury. He's going to be available in this game. And I just feel like if 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 these studs, these studs are there, these studs, those studs are there, man, Seattle's going to have a problem trying to handle these different, these uh, six studs, right? Now, let's get back to that practice report, because now you got some full guys that didn't practice, that practice like Nick Bosa, like Nick Bosa. Now, you knew damn well Nick Bosa was going to play in this game. I don't know how they're going to stop Nick Bosa, uh, but they, they, they're going to have a problem trying to stop Nick Bosa. All right. I felt like he got shade from some records. Uh, uh, but listen, two key pieces, Nick Bosa, Kevin Givens, full practice. Kevin Givens being back is huge. It's probably the biggest plus that the 49ers uh, need. Right. Because it's not that they have trouble stopping the run. I feel like they have troubles rushing the from the interior, like rushing the passer from the interior. I think Kevin Givens gives you that. And, and that's kind of like where I am with this. You know what I'm saying? With Kevin Givens rush from the interior, Javon's Kinlaw ability to be able to stop the run, you being able to like mismatch those guys and rotate guys in and out. Now you got your in, your outside, inside guys, your Kerry Harders and your Charles Amenahus, guys that has been wrecking shop all season long. They can kind of go both ways in tween. I expect Drake Jackson to be dressed for this game as well. Somebody else better be freaking undressed. Drake Jackson need to dress for the remainder of his life stop undressing him stop telling drake he you know making him inactive please am i the only one that thinks drake jackson should just be active every single week can't be can't be can't be don't forget to participate in the poll question. It's a score polling, a scoring poll type of a question. I want to know what you guys think. The 49ers can they get to 30 purdy against the Seattle Seahawks? Can they get to 30 30? I don't know. They ain't did it once. They haven't done it yet. They haven't done it yet. They haven't done 30 Purdy. They didn't do it with Jimmy. They didn't do 30 Jimmy. It was 27-7. And then Purdy was 21 to whatever. They didn't do 21-13. They didn't do 30 Purdy. Can they get to 30 Purdy? Some of you, a lot of you saying yes. So I, I, I like that. Uh, I don't know what's winning right now. I'm not necessarily looking at it, but I'm telling you right now, you need Drake Jackson out there. Here's why. What Drake Jackson gives you, he... The, the reason why you don't see Drake Jackson a lot, and if I'm missing any super chats, my bad, or comments, I'm sorry, I'm just going on my little uh, soliloquy, my, you know, my monologue right now. Don't don't mind me. I'm going to open up the show in a second. 
When I sit here, uh, Drake Jackson struggles in one area on this team, and that's his rush defense, right? So that's where he struggles. And because the 49ers, the, a lot of teams are going to look to run, all right, especially Kenneth Walker III, who missed practice yesterday, by the way. I do have Seattle's practice report. So let me let that scroll on the screen just so you can see they had some guys. Now, he fully practiced on Tuesday. So I, from the reports that I read, this is it was just a rest day for Kenneth Walker III. Uh, but listen, man, uh, he didn't practice yesterday. We'll see how that goes. Shelby Harris also didn't practice yesterday. So we'll see how that goes. So listen, they got some players that are going to be out. But this is why Drake Jackson, in my opinion, will be important. All right. This is why I feel like Drake Jackson needs to be out there. This is why I feel like Drake Jackson deserves to be active. Now, the issue is his run defense. But him in the passing defense, because here's my thing. My key, my first takeaway, and I'm going to give it to you now before I even do the video. Takeaway number one, stop the run. Eliminate it. Like, make it non-effing factor, right? Don't let Kenneth Walker get big on you. Don't let him run up the middle. He's an up-the-middle guy. Find a way to stop that run. He can get to the outside. He has the speed. If you guys haven't watched Kenneth Walker, he's a rookie of the year candidate. He did not start at the beginning of the season due to injury, and he still rushed for over a 1,000 yards. The kid is going to be a problem in the NFL. Seattle got a running back for years to come if he can continue to find ways to stay healthy. The 49ers need to go out there and negate that right now. Stop that rookie in his tracks. Do not let this cat, who didn't rush much uh, the second time that they played because he didn't play in the first game. You know what I'm saying? So it should be a really good game. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um, yes, you coming right now. So um, I'm excited to see Drake Jackson's struggles in the run game. But in the passing game, if you take away the run, which the 49ers are going to do, you want to win in the playoffs, you stop the run and you run the ball. That's that's the that's the the formula to success. That's why don't expect Brock to throw for 40 times. That 21 to 25, that's Brock Purdy all day. That's playoff football. Let me tell you what Kyle Shanahan has been doing. Kyle has been prepping Brock for the play. That's why I'm not worried about Brock. I'm not worried about him playing the playoffs. Kyle has been letting Brock Purdy play playoff football for the past five weeks. Look at his attempts. Look at his targets. Look at the way he's throwing. Look at his areas where he's throwing the ball. And look at how they're running the ball. Playoff football. The 49ers have been playing playoff football for the past five weeks, especially on offense. That's why they're able to click a button and all of a sudden they're just able to... I'm going to bring in somebody that I know that knows what I'm talking about because he knows everything as well. So let me go ahead and bring in my brother Mo's nose. You ready, baby? Let's go, man. What's good, baby? Bro, what up with you, man? I'm Gucci, man. Everything is listen. Good. I'm 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 listening to everything you're saying, and I was I was waiting to jump in because I was gonna pull the stats from the recent games for sure. But what you're saying makes a whole lot of sense. And what I'm seeing is we're getting back to the formula yes. under yes. what we thought was the Jimmy Garoppolo formula. As long as he doesn't throw more than 25 times and we can run the ball 30 to 40 times, we win the game. Now, the only game where those numbers were skewed a little bit, obviously, was the the game against the Las Vegas Raiders. That was a a, a shootout back and forth type of game. 
Um, but Brock was able to to be successful throwing the ball 35 times. But it look at what we're rushing for. I mean, against the Cardinals, I just had it at one second. Against the Cardinals, we rushed for 169. 37, 37 rushes, 169 yards. Against the Raiders, 25 or 27 rushes for 170 yards. Against the Commanders, we were 26 for 153. Like, <laughs> for a while early on in the season, because teams knew the formula under Jimmy Garoppolo, because they didn't respect his ability to pass the football, it, it seemed like we were a more pass-happy team. We weren't able to run the ball as effectively. Now you bring in Christian McCaffrey. Now you get a healthy Elijah Mitchell. Now you you enter Brock Purdy, who teams have to respect him throwing the ball. Yeah, he's not a Josh Allen. He's not going to throw the ball 80 yards downfield. He's not a Patrick Mahomes going to throw 90-yard lasers. But he's efficient when he passes the ball. He can get the ball downfield. He can throw the ball outside the numbers. He can throw in between that. Like he can throw all over the field. So now teams have to respect it. Them respecting that opens up the play action, opens up the boot action, opens up the running game. And now you see Kyle getting back into his formula. Let me be able to run the ball 25, 30, 35 times a game. Let us get 150 plus yards on the ground. And our quarterback just continues to move the ball downfield, continue to get positive yards, positive plays, pick up those first downs. We are very, very, very difficult to beat under that type of formula. So you're a thousand percent on the money. And we've seen it multiple times before. So when you go back to 2019, right, what did the 49ers like to do? They ran the ball. They they tried to throw the ball. They were trying to get too happy. And Jimmy kind of had a couple of, of mishaps in that Minnesota Vikings game. And then Kyle just figured something out. I got these running backs. He had a plethora of running backs then. I, people would forget, but he did. He had Mostert. He had, uh, uh, um, oh, my gosh, uh, Breida. Mostert, Breida, uh, Coleman. Like he had a plethora of running backs, right? Look what Kyle has now. That's why Peachy says, utilize your four running backs. I don't know how much of TDP we see in the playoffs, but I guarantee you, you're going to see for sure, for sure, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and probably Jordan Mason. Probably Jordan. I, 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 I agree with both of you. I agree with your logical standpoint that knowing Kyle going into the playoffs, he's going to go with the guys that he trusts the most. That's it. But I agree with Peachy a thousand percent. The way you can also throw these teams off is picking up those same positive yards with all four of your running backs. And we know how of a powerful runner TDP is. Mm -hmm. So when we get to that late second quarter going into the second half and we've already built momentum and, we're trying to continue to, to, to build that momentum going into the half. Or we're mid-third quarter. We've got that momentum. We're winning. Now we're just wearing you down to make sure you can't come back. Like having a Mason and a TDP both like, you know, running running the ball and, 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 and putting a pounding pause on that defense, like wearing them down. I, 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 Peachy's right on the money. Like you got to be able to use all four of them. I, I agree with you. I don't think we do, but if Kyle can somehow find a way to get Mason and TDP touches, 
um, just to continue to keep uh, Mitchell and CMC fresh, I, that, that can only be a benefit for us. 100%. But here's the dilemma, right? So uh, th- this is what I'm trying to pose to you, right? So two players, two rookies, you got to inactivate one of them. You're going to inactivate TDP or Drake Jackson. So, so let me ask you that. Yeah. So, so, so this is where it comes down to because people be like, yo, why he inactive and blah, 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 because of what you just said, that, that was the formula. The question is, do we need that formula to beat the Seattle Seahawks? Or do we take the guy that is going to struggle in the run game, but is going to be crazy in the containment game of the quarterback. If he tries to take off, he's going to be crazy and getting them arms up in the air to bat down those passes like that's what you got to ask yourself. And if it comes no, down to, to me that, that when you pose that question there's only one right answer. You got to go with Drake Jackson. Okay. I mean, what he what he's been able to do, yes, maybe numbers wise, um it hasn't amounted to, you know, what we might have wanted uh, or maybe even what he wanted, but Drake Jackson is a difference maker on that field. His athleticism off the edge, it it, it, it can only be matched by <laughs> Maybe Nick Bosa on this team. Uh, I, I like, you know, all of our guys on that defensive line. But as far as athleticism and what he's able to bring, like you said, getting his hands up in the quarterback's passing lane. <laughs> so so you could throw the third rookie in so there. He, so he I, said get get rid of Danny Gray. And now we, 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 we even. Now we, now we, we keep even. TDP and Drake Jackson and get Danny Gray out of here. I mean, that could be. So I'm telling you, all right. So I like that he brought this. He brought this up. Shout out to Anthony. He brought this up because what's going to happen is one of these three rookies is going to be inactive. Now, the question is, Kyle is starting to use Danny Gray in the run game. He's trying to get that speed around the edge. Do you want that speed around the edge or do you want the ground and pound with TDP? Because you know what I thought TDP was going to bring to the 49ers this year, bro? I know he's a rookie, but the only reason why they drafted him, bro, in my opinion, was because the motherfucker could break tackles. Am I wrong? Like that's what he was known for. <laughs> no, when I when when I put together the 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 highlight video, most of the clips that I have of TDP is him getting to the second level, running over a safety, and then taking it to the crib. Now I knew yeah. it was gonna be a little bit more difficult. It wasn't gonna be that easy. I, I know, but but like, he was he was supposed to be that that battering ram. Like he yeah. was supposed to be the one that like lower his shoulder, run a couple guys over, and well, then get that additional five six either. yards. Yeah, like he he just going he go down. He he don't he go down. So ladies and gentlemen, that's the difference between college and NFL. I just want y'all to understand. Like it's like uh you you ever go to the gym and you about to start a weight workout regiment and you know you're strong but then you get in there and you see people that's been doing it for three to six months seven months two years for, it's that's the difference <laughs> that, that's, the how, that's how i feel with that's how i feel with one of my homies jared we call him 007 he country strong so i get in there i'm like i'm doing my thing and then jared come in here one hand ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, go home, dog. Like, get out of here, man. That's gonna be pissing me off too, y'all. I'll be like, here with just one hand, like, <sighs> like, come on, come on, bro. You're too strong for this, dog. You don't need to be here. I can't with you, man. I can't with you. <laughs> oh man, you took my analogy and made me laugh. That's what I'm talking about, bro. But that's that's how it is. So it's gonna be super interesting. 
I'm not saying I'm right. I don't know who, what, I don't understand the mind of Kyle. I'm just thinking of, we're talking about the Seattle Seahawks. We're talking about what they're strong in. They're, they're strong in the, in the, in the secondary. I feel like that's their, their thing. Do we go with more running backs? Do we go with more of the ground and pound game? I really feel like the formula to win in the playoffs period is finding ways to run the ball. So you can do everything you said Uh, defensively. You got to stop the run. I, why Why is it that I'm more concerned about the run than I am DK Metcalf most in the passing game? Why? Why am I more concerned about Kenneth Walker III, bro? Um, I think you're more concerned about that because, you know, we've seen this year that Kenneth Walker III, he can't get hot. And if Seattle was able to run the ball effectively – that means they're able to sustain drives. And if they're able to sustain drives, that means our defense is on the field longer and our offense is on the sideline. So um, I, I would agree with you. I think, you know, DK Metcalf, as explosive of a player as he is, yes, he can make game-changing plays. Uh, I think we saw in two games that when you put Mooney Ward on him, it's, it's not an easy day for him. It, it is not a walk in the park. Like, he's going to really have to – to show up and, and, and Mooney Ward can get in his head a little bit. So, um, you know, we talked about, you know, eliminating DK. <laughs> we talk about eliminating DK from an emotional standpoint, but I think from a, a football tactical standpoint, the focus should be on eliminating the running game with Kenneth Walker. Uh, because it, again, him, him being able to run the ball positively also opens up, Geno Smith being able to run the ball positive. There it is. There it is. And, and that's why the, the ability to take away the run is huge. All right, so first and second down, what's your defensive front looking like? Give me your front lineman first, second, and then let's say it's a let's say it's a third and medium, not even the third and short or third and long. What, what's your what's your your front looking like? Hmm. Who you starting? basically what i'm asking i know you knew that but people out there might be like what the hell is he talking about <laughs> yeah so my front obviously uh we have our linebackers if we're coming out in our our normal front uh you know four, four three. three look without the nickel on the field that's fred that's dre that's aziz uh bosa armstead if Givens is 100%, Kevin Givens. He's full um, practice, bro. That sounds like then, me. And then uh, Ebukam at the other end. Okay. Um, I feel like third and medium. Third and medium, third and long. I think Givens stays on. I think uh, Ebukam is interchangeable with uh, – or, or third and medium – Third and medium, Givens stays on. Third and long, Givens comes out for Ominahu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ebukam is switched with Jackson, or they're, they're interchangeable. Uh, so third and long, Ominahu is the change with Givens. Third and medium, it stays the same. Givens, Armstead, Bosa, Ebukam. Third and short, second and short, anything short. Um, and in the goal goal line package, Givens comes off for Kinlaw. So Kinlaw doesn't start in base with Kevin Givens being back. We, 
I want to preserve him for this run. That's just my thought process. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> maybe they feel like he's 100% and D'Amico and Kyle decide to start him. But for me, give, I want to preserve him for this run. So if Kinlaw doesn't start in base, I don't think that's a bad thing. And I don't think that's a knock on uh, Kinlaw. I think it, it's just preserving him for this run. Then when the season's over, we'll worry about rehab and getting you back. And then we'll decide what the plan is for next year. Uh, but I think we're so deep and on, on that, on that line that it can go either way. Like, like, right. Kinlaw is key in their running game. So if, if Seattle is showing us that they're running the ball more, running the ball more, then maybe it is a switch out. Maybe you do start Kinlaw. Um, or maybe you do bring him in on those third and medium situations, those second and medium situations, because it is 50-50 as far as what you can do with the run. So um, there's a there's a lot that we can do. And then you can't forget Jordan Willis, him, him, you know, the 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 rise and the, uh, the elevation of his level of play the last two or three weeks has been absolutely amazing. So um, wherever we are on the line, whoever's in there. I think we're going to have, you know, a, a amazing output from those guys. And that's what's going to help both in stopping the run um, and containing Gino in the pocket and getting to the passer. Yeah, the key, the, again, the key is to stop the run, right? I, I, me personally, you want to beat the Seattle Seahawks, you want to beat Geno Smith, uh, you force him to throw the ball. Uh, he, it, It's okay, so hear me out, because he's the number one accurate quarterback in the NFL. I, I hate to say it, like he has the highest completion percentage, which means he's the most accurate, right? Number one, Brock Purdy is up there too. He's like number four. Go figure, though. This is going to be really fun to watch, but the reason why I'm saying that is force him to throw because the only, he's throwing what we throw. He they, they run what we're running. If you can stop the run, though, you're going to force him to not throw those intermediate, them underneath passes, all those things, because now you're going to be putting pressure on him to do it. So that pressure alone is going to make him th- overthrow, like throw wide, throw to the, like, you know what I'm saying? If anything, he'll take off and run. But then you talked about containment on the outside, which is going to be key. But yeah, take away the run. I say force this guy to throw the ball to see how accurate he really is. Like if, if, it's make him Jimmy Garoppolo was what I'm trying to say. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like how teams defenses was like, you know what? Let's take away the run game and make Jimmy beat us. That's what I'm trying to say with Gina. I don't think Gino as cause Jimmy Garoppolo is highly accurate too. You know what I'm saying? Highly accurate. But he uh, also- I mean, on, e- on ESPN, Jimmy is still fifth. See <laughs> at 67.2%. And Brock Only might people be like, ahead of him are Stafford, Herbert, Burrow and Smith. See, uh, it's 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 crazy, yo. It's crazy to think like he don't. I say take away the run. If he runs, don't like if Gino's gonna have to run. He didn't run much against us. He he had that one third down run that was just crazy because we just over pursued, didn't contain, whatever like that. I felt like we were way more dominant in the second game than we were in the first game and handling Gino first game. They didn't have Kenneth Walker. They had, um, what's the name? I think before he got hurt or he might even be hurt week two, too. I can't remember. Yeah. I think he, cause, cause Kenneth Walker did play that game. Did he play? He didn't uh, play week two. He was inactive. I thought, do you have stats for him? My bad. 
I thought I did. Yeah, I Kenneth he, Walker, he had four carries for 10 yards. In game one? Mm-hmm. Oh, he just wasn't utilized because he was – oh, he was just coming back off of the injury. He was just coming back, and they still had Rashad Penny at the time. Rashad Penny had six carries for 15 yards. Correct. Correct. So that's it. That Like, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, the, the 49ers are not getting the respect. I don't, I don't understand how they're still getting disrespected. Is it – all right, do you think the 49ers – are being disrespected because there's like, it's almost impossible to be a team three times in one season. Do you think that's what the narrative is? That's why they're getting such the disrespect. Well, I think fair laid it out beautifully, you know, on Monday where there's this perception that when you face a team three times that you don't beat them the third time when actually the percentage is actually over 50%. I can't remember the exact number. He's It was in the 60s or maybe even 70s. Mm-hmm. And then he said that number goes higher when that the, the, that the home team, for the home team in that third game, the percentage goes even higher in that third game for the home team. So, uh, you know, I it, yes, you're playing somebody who knows you inside and out. You're playing someone who prepares for you twice a season, who prepares for you in the off season, because everybody's ultimate goal is to win the division. Um, Got you. I I do feel like in this scenario, uh, this, this possibly has, you know, some aspect to it. I feel like if Jimmy Garoppolo was, was still the quarterback, I feel like maybe even if Trey Lance was still the quarterback, I feel like if it was any quarterback that was not a rookie seventh round last pick of the draft um any other quarterback i don't think this would be an issue you know if we had matthew stafford on this team who we were trying to go after if tom brady was on our quarterback there would be no concern about beating this team for the third time in the row in in one season Uh, i feel like a lot of it has to do with you know brock purdy his inexperience him being a rookie um maybe us going into the game thinking oh we beat this team twice uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, a walk in the park. Um, I feel like Jimmy, Jimmy Ward's attitude, you know, said enough. They asked him about this game and he said, you know, it, it's not the Catalina wine mixer, but you know, it's all right. So that lets you know, like we're not, we're not, this isn't our Super Bowl, but this isn't something that we're overlooking either. You know what I mean? So, you know, they have the right mindset going into the game. So yeah, I, I, I don't understand, you know, obviously as a fan, I'm a little bit biased, but you know, there there are a few, you know, outside factors, it's, but there's just, I guess, some unknowns. But it's if it's Brock Purdy, like Melissa put it out there, if it is Brock Brock Purdy, he just whipped this team's ass a couple of weeks ago. Like, and the 21 13, guys, don't get it twisted. Like it was 21 to six, six. in the fourth. I mean, I know we didn't put up that many points, but Going into Seattle, short week. You you get in, you get yeah, out. Yeah, that was on a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. You get in, you get out. You know what I'm saying? You get in, you get out. Um, I'm not saying this is a get down. You know, look, I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk, bro. But let me give you some. Let me remind y'all why I'm so confident in the San Francisco 49ers. Now I'm gonna keep it a buck. If Russell Wilson was playing with the Seattle Seahawks. I may feel a little bit different, even if we did sweep them. I may feel a little bit different because of Russ. Not today's Russ, though. Like if he, I, I felt like if he was still in Seattle, he would be a little bit more dangerous. 
Um, but here's the thing. Look at the 49ers. You can look at them on paper. You can look at them in real life. However you choose to want to look at them. They're just a better team. Like, overall, they're better coaching. We even have their special teams coach. That's a plus, right? We're just better from top all the way to bottom. I feel like Geno Smith may be the more experienced quarterback in this, but even that experienced quarterback couldn't figure out how to defeat the, the San Francisco 49ers. Not even once. So with the 49ers just being more dominant just about in every category, there's only one way they could lose this game. There's only one way. And that's if they just give it to them. They say, hey, you know what, Seattle, you know, we're going to do y'all solid. I don't know why they would do that, but that's it. <laughs> Basically, if they beat themselves, bro. That's yeah, what I'm we, we'd have to beat ourselves. And and we also have to, to realize, and thank you, Boomer T, because you, you, you teed it up for me. This is Geno Smith first start oh. in a playoff game as well. They're not treating so, it. Yes, like he that. might, he might be seasoned as an NFL professional. But they're not treating it like that. But this is his first playoff start ever. And yeah, they may not be treating it like that, but I don't think the 49ers are treating it like that for Brock Purdy either. Yeah, they're, they're not we're we're not going in saying Brock, we know this is your first playoff start. Okay. We know this could be a they're not coddling him in that way. I'm not talking you about have five. News. I'm talking about oh, the media. Oh, you're talking about the media. I haven't heard that shit in the media. I didn't know that. I would have to look it up. Bomber, where'd you hear that? I would have to look it up. I would have to, like, oh, yeah, he never started before. Oh, snap. Why are we not talking about this? He's That's never started point. a playoff game. So, mm. you know, the, the, the lights are bright now. And the stakes are bigger. So, so I don't so, care how long he's been in the knows. NFL and been in the league. So it's riddle different. me this, bro. I beat you twice. I mean, I beat you once. I'm sorry. This is both. This is our first time playing each other under these bright lights. I already beat you on Thursday night, bright, bright lights. You took Brock going into this game with some swag, bro. I he's going and and I think he's going in with a a quiet confidence that says, yes. "I have a great coach. I have a great team." I, I've studied and prepared for this team week two, even though I didn't play. I studied and prepared for this team a couple weeks ago, and I did play. I, 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 I'm ready to go for this, and I, I know what I need to do. And it, at the end of the day, it's just going out there and playing football. Like Mike like Mike from Nothing But Niners said, at this point, it's mano y mano. Who's going to show up? Who's going to make the plays? And I think – Brock is going to come in with a quiet confidence that says, you know, this is football at the end of the day. Yes, it, 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 it's it's a first playoff experience. Yes, the lights are brighter. Yes, this is winter go home. This is winter your season's done. See you again in August. But I, I it to, to me for for Brock at this moment, it doesn't seem like that matters. Now that may change come game time, but the narrative also should be that could change for Gino too. He's had a great year. Like you said, leading mm -hmm. the league in completion percentage, mm -hmm. setting passing records for a Seattle Seahawks franchise that was revived by the arrival of Russell Wilson and won a championship under Russell Wilson. Like 
he's doing all of the things that they wanted from a passer standpoint that Russell never did. So now, you know, that all is a part of what he's going into this game with as well. He has the pressure of, okay, I set all these records. I lead the league in completion percentage. I got a team who nobody believed in and they never believed in me to the playoffs. I have to produce. I can't be one and done. That's not, that's not enough. That's not satisfying. Yeah. We could spin it and say, Oh, we should have never been here in the first place, but that's, that's the media's job. The, 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 the Seattle, the Seattle Seahawks content creators and the Seattle media, they'll say, Oh, this is a win for Seattle because we shouldn't have been here in the first place. We traded Russell Wilson. Nobody thought we would do anything. And we still got a top five pick out of it. it it's a win-win. Not for the players. Not for the dudes that, that put on the, the, the shoulder pads and the jersey and the helmet and lace their cleats up. It, it's not, oh, okay, we made it to the playoffs. We didn't win. Great season. It was. It's a win-win for us. No. It's not a win-win for Geno. Because with that top five pick, what could Seattle do? They could draft his eventual replacement. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. There are there are enough quarterbacks that they could yeah. take one in the top five. Fair. So this is not a, a one and done. This is a win-win situation for him. This is, I did all of this in the regular season. That means nothing if I don't produce now. Fair. I have to produce now. And that's pressure. Pressure. But you know what pressure does? Bust it pipes. either bust pipes or create diamonds. <laughs> either way, it's going to do something crazy, and the San Francisco 49ers going to find themselves in the victors' columns. Aaron says, "Hey, Breezy, is this CMC's second playoff game? This is his. This is his second playoff game." And here's the thing, right? Wait, he wasn't on that Super Bowl team. <sighs> was he? No, that was he six wasn't years on ago. That Super Bowl team with that six years ago. He's been in the league for six years. So, wow. Thought he was on that Super Bowl team. Yeah, young boy, man. He just been hurt. It's like, yo, yeah, I'm I'm trying to tell y'all. Do y'all know what John Lynch has has done? Yo, they're building, they're building a dynasty here. Like this junk gonna go on for decades, bro. The way they stacking these players, and look at how they're getting the players. All right, you draft them, cool. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna wait till he, you know, y'all do what y'all need to do with him. And I'm gonna go pick him up. I'm gonna go get him. If I gotta trade for him, I'll trade for him. If I gotta wait the free agency, I'll wait the free agency. Either some way, notice how the 49ers get the players that they were scouting later. I don't know if you noticed that. Orrin Burks, George Odom, these are all guys that they were scouting, and they just they, they ended up drafting Fred Warner, right? But they were scouting some of these dudes. It's crazy how you think about it. Now they on the team. And why do you think they playing so well? Because they're on a team that they fit with so well. Look, CMC, second playoff game. It's gonna be, I, I think CMC is going to be the key factor because he does – He's a, he has the ability to do so many things that you can't game plan for Christian McCaffrey. So, for instance, right, you run the ball with him. You stop him. All right, Christian, i tell you what, man. I'm going to put Mitchell, Mitchell back in. We'll put Mitchell in the game, bro. I'm going to line you up outside, though. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he could do so many. He's so optional. He could do so many things that even if you do stop him in the run game, which you might, you're going to you you're gonna get Christian in the backfield a couple times. No doubt. But then he's going to bust open for a 30-plus one, and then you're going to be like, damn, I thought I had him. He's the key factor, bro. And you know what we haven't seen lately? Due to injury, Debo, 
And you know what? Mose. <sighs> I feel like the 49ers lost the Super Bowl because they stopped giving Debo the ball. I feel like they lost the NFC Championship because they stopped giving Debo the ball. I agree maybe with Debo you in both, in both instances. Yeah, maybe he was tired. Maybe he maybe he wasn't. I don't know. I don't think he was. You no. don't you don't you don't cry like that at the end of the NFC Championship Fact. game when you tired. To another man? You, I mean to another cry. receiver from a different team? You 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 cry like that knowing that you had so much more to give and could have done in that game and you didn't have the opportunity to do it. The reason why I brought that up was this. If that was the reason, if Debo was overworked, if he was overused, what was the thing that everybody was saying? Oh, they figured Debo out. That's what they were saying. If that was the reason, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch added another piece that there's no way you're going to figure out. This is going to allow Debo to ignite to another level as well. And so George Kittle gets to ignite. There's just so many weapons that the 49ers can use. Got to factor in the weather. I if the, if the weather is the play, then everybody running the ball. Shit, I want to see George Kittle run the ball. Go, let, let them all run the ball. Kyle Juszczyk, you want to run it too. Only person I don't want to see run it is Brock. Because in my Madden game, he ran the ball 10 times, Moose. He fumbled five times, bro. What? See, that's how you know it's a video game. And that's why, that's why, that's why, that's why I said I I I think I typed in one of the last ones. I was like, the 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 breezy curse is a, is effectively dead. Like there, there is there is no more breezy curse. Bro, five carries, five fumbles on 10 carries. Bro, all right, man. Two were for okay. touchdowns, bro. He had two, two he, fumble sixes. Yo, two fumble sixes, bro. He had yes, a cat. he had a 40-yard run. He got stood up by one person, and they literally the second dude came in and knocked the ball out. Bro, listen, shout out, shout out to Eddie G. Because even <laughs> Jimmy can't do that. Even Jimmy can't fumble five times on 10 carries and two of them fumble sixes. Come on, Maddie. Matt, yo, the algorithms is not algorithmic. I'm saying the, yo, the, the, the QB fumble logic when they rumble when they run with the ball is absolutely it's weak. It's weak. It's weak as fuck. It's not cal- it's not calibrated correctly. Nah, they don't fumble like that even in real life. QB in real life. You, you cannot, you cannot the, the, the QB fumble rate on Madden when they run is nowhere near close to the fumble rate. And you know what? The running back fumble rate is so much lower than it is in real life. It doesn't make sense. I know. I know, bro. I was out, bro. All right. So what happened? Because I know you didn't watch it yet. What had happened was the second time because we every the, the the game was so close. Like the Niners were down by like five, and we still had a whole quarter. And so then that happened. So I hit start. I had to push. I I, I had to take a second. Right. I took a second. And so then I hit start again and went unstart. Right. I'm like, yo, why am I joining unstarted? But it did let me slide that cursor down the quick game. So what I did was, I did... <laughs> oh no, I think the game froze. I think the game froze, bro. So I, I quit joint. Restarted, restarted it, and the Niners won 10 7. Wow, that close of a game? I did it with that. 
Yo, so even Madden is disrespecting us? Madden was Madden, bro. We and this putting so, up, We putting up 30 points a game bro. in the last month and a half, and they only let us put up 10? Bro, there was a so, someone in the chat was like, well, the reason why is because John Madden was a Raiders coach. So that's enough said. That's all I needed to know. Yeah, but did the Raiders win the simulation when you played them? They did. I can't remember. I got to go back and watch it, bro. It was just so funny. The most um, of John Madden rears his ugly head. Most. I want to get some people on here. Oh, my God. We were on here for an hour? Damn. I'm ready to go. I got to go get some, some rain boots. <laughs> um, You know what? Sorry, oh, yeah, because you're going to be out there. Yeah, get you some rain boots, bro, dog. I, I, I was trying to Cause tell you, people. Because you, re, you, re, you remember the, the Chicago situation. I, bro, most. Will you I tell think me? my shoes is still wet, dog. <laughs> Every time, every time I walk in them shoes, all I hear is them shoes is still wet, dog. I don't put them outside. I don't put them in the dryer. I don't took them to the dry cleaners. Them shoes still got monsoon Chicago monsoon water in them, bro. I was trying to tell people, you know, like it's nothing like being wet, and you still got a long way to go. Then we had to walk in the wet, and then it was like. I don't even think we had to stand in the Dunkin' Donuts that we had to wait for the Uber. But the Uber situation after that game in Chicago was absolutely nuts. Then we get in the car and the lady's cussing us out because we all. (laughs) I'm like, yo, it's raining. She was like, like, take off your shoes. Where am I going to put them? Yo, I got back to my hotel room. I don't even think I hit y'all up. I just. I got dried. I went to Giordano's, got me a deep dish and a, a, a one of them steak. They got that special steak or whatever you call it. I ain't even finished it. I just bought it. I don't even know why I bought it. I just didn't even finish it. But I did that and just was by myself because I was I was wet. It was the bad. It was that bad. I'm hoping California rain isn't like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping it's not like Travis King was on the show yesterday. He said it's not like that. Yosef says, yo, it's been flooding out here, flash floods, and they saying it's going to rain. Miss Debbie already told us 94% chance. Does the rain help the 49ers or does it enable them? Does it limit them in this game? That's a good question for you to answer. I mean, if we going off of history. What we talk about what happened in Chicago. Yeah, we, uh, no, but I think, you know, seeing them and the way they, they've practiced this week, um, I don't think rain is going to deter this team from doing what they have to do. Maybe will it deter, deter the outcome? Yeah, we may not put up 38. We may not put up a 40-burger against this team. Um, but – in all intents, but we could still do that just because if we're able to run the ball effectively um, and put the ball in the red zone uh, and, and Brock doesn't have to throw 20, 25, 30 yard passes through the air, if he can throw, you know, quick slants, quick outs, find George Kittle in the back of the end zone, I think we can still put up points against this team on our home field and whether that we're accustomed to. It's not, it's going to be raining, but it won't be Chicago monsoon like. So I think we'll be adequately prepared i am and to be perfectly honest i feel like that first game of the year in that monsoon prepared us for games like this i need the most nose key matchup of the game guy give me one most nose key matchup of the game i well well you talked about you know do we want to limit uh 
their e- e- emotional leader mm-hmm. or do we want to eliminate their offensive move the ball drive continuing leader good point um i think you know you made a great point um and the chat has made a great point about stopping kenneth walker i love the ward versus dk but i'm going fred warner versus kenneth walker i like it. that's what that's where i'm going I, fred warner versus kenneth walker understanding those keys understanding the calls fred with that green dot getting his team in position to be able to effectively stop this run uh listen I, I know they're going to try to do it. They're going to try. I think they would not be smart if they tried to win this game passing the ball. Mm-hmm. But but in, in both games, the first game, uh, I mentioned this on Monday night, they ran the ball a total of 14 times, mm-hmm. two of those with Geno Smith, for 36 yards. That's 2.6 yards a carry. In game two... They ran the ball. Where? Uh, here we go. Game two, they ran the ball fourteen times for seventy yards. So in, in in both games, we kept their their total rushes under twenty yards, and we kept their total yards at seventy or below. So I feel like we have a formula for stopping this run. I feel like we can't go away from this formula for stopping the run. So I feel like it, it, it's going to be key. Fred Warner understanding the keys, getting his guys in position and shutting down Kenneth Walker. You shut down Kenneth Walker, like you mentioned earlier, Breezy, you make Geno Smith one dimensional and I'll take a one, I'll take a number one defense over one dimensional Geno Smith any day. Uh, Melissa has a nice question, Breezy. Uh, because you guys know Thursday night football pick six got called back. Because it was a penalty on Nick Bosa, wasn't it? Yeah, which we all knew was a everybody, everybody in their mama said that was a BS penalty. <laughs> it's so funny how they do it. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but that's kind of when his decline started happening, too, right? They started picking on him a little bit more. And you started seeing Lenore kind of like tail off a little bit, like after that. But up until that point, he was playing lights out football. I tell you what, the good thing, Melissa, I'm glad you brought this question up because I don't feel like Seattle tries to go deep. They That's not kind of like how they like to play. They like to scan the field and go from east to west, just like the 49ers. I'm not saying they won't throw it deep, but. If Demo's in the right spot, it's a possibility he gets another pick six. I mean, he he played it perfectly in that second game. He he read the zone. He knew what was going on. He stayed in the spot. The ball was thrown. He jumped it, picked it, took it to the house. So it's a possibility. But Gino did make a mistake. So usually these quarterbacks got to make mistakes. I feel like if the pressure is there, then it's up to the defense to capitalize off of the mistakes. And if they could get into the end zone, cool. First thing, secure the ball. Mooney Ward in that video game dropped four interceptions, bro. <laughs> and our game would have been a lot crazier. Um, who does a new Steve Young on Mutt today? Oh gosh, I ain't played Mutt in a minute. Uh, this is a good question from uh Niners Nation says, Who do you think is covering Lockett? It's definitely gonna be it depends where they have him lined up. Depends where they have him lined up. If he's in the slot, it's gonna be Jimmy. If he's lined up outside, uh that to me, if he's lined up outside is a good strength for Demo, don't you think, though? Because they're not rushing. 
they're not Lockett is not doing the deeper crossing, like the deeper crossing routes. He's doing a lot of the underneath stuff. And I feel like Demo plays better like that. What do you think? Yeah, I think Demo plays better with a lot of the underneath stuff. I think he just hasn't mastered, you know, you know, covering that deep hatch yet. We saw against AJ Green. It, the, the the timing of his jump is off. So uh, you know, him getting his head around, him, you know, you know, staying in phase with the wide receiver, all of those things. You know, he's still working and growing and, and trying to, you know, figure those things out. I, I do feel like he is better underneath. And he's one of our more solid tacklers from, you know, the cornerback position. I just think Pete Carroll is is he's he's not gonna leave any stone unturned. And if mm-hmm. he knows that that's a weakness. I, I do feel like Tyler Lockett has the speed. Uh, DK Metcalf has the height, weight, and speed. Uh, they're they're probably going to try it more than once. I mm. think they I think they pull a page out of twenty twenty one Philadelphia Eagles from week two, where they consistently tried that that deep ball they against Demo up. with Quez Watkins. Yes, and it. It works for all intents and purposes, but, you know, Quest Watkins stepped out of bounds, the first one to touch the ball, that's a penalty. Um, And then another one got called back, I think, for like an Eagles holding. So Demo got helped out, you know, in Philly. Um, So hopefully there is a plan uh, just to make sure that, you know, he's protected. But then also, you know, as we've been saying all week, it's time for Demo to step up. Yes, we we know that you're still learning, you're still growing, you're still adding, you know, pieces to your tool belt, but it's it's put up or shut up time. So we need Demo to step up and elevate his level of play. I think if Demo can do that, if he can elevate his level of play and not be the weakest link on that defense, then it's it's really going to be a problem for whoever we face. Key position battle. So position for position. Who are you looking to watch? Who's the most nose radar on? Nick Bosa and Charles Cross. Because our pass rush lives and dies with Nick Bosa. Yes, we have other people who can do it, but they feed off of his energy. I feel like if Nick can get going first, if Nick can start to force protection his way, we know that opens it up for everybody else. Nick Cross is a rookie. I mean, Charles Cross is a rookie, uh, but he's been playing pretty well. Uh, appreciate you, Breezy, obviously, for uh, hooking me up with the PFF. Uh, amongst the tackles in this class, I think he's ranked like third or fourth. Jeez. He, has a, he, has a, he has a pretty high you know, rating amongst the tackles in his class, the rookies of, this, of the 2022 class. So he's been playing pretty, pretty well. Um, so I want to see that matchup. That's the position battle that I'm looking forward to, because like we said, if we're stopping the run and we're making this team one dimensional, then that means that our pass rush gets to pin their ears back. So Nick Bosa going up against the rookie Charles Cross already playing him twice. So I feel like he already knows Cross's strengths and weaknesses, and he's probably haven't hasn't even hit him with everything in his tool belt. So Charles Cross is going to see some things that he hasn't seen yet. Uh, so I'm looking forward to see that. Nick Bosa, Charles Cross. Nick Bosa wins early, forces protection his way, opens it up for Ken Law, Givens, T.Y. McGill, 
Eric Armstead, Jordan Willis, Drake Jackson, Charles Amenahu. I, I can name all of them because once that protection slides to Nick Bosa, everybody else has one-on-one matchup. And I'm confident in every single one of our guys on that defensive line to win their one-on-one matchup. I have to ask you the flip side. If Shelby Harris does play in this game, um, how effective is he going to be against Trent Williams? Or do you think they try to put him on the, you know, the opposite side? Or do you see something from these uh, these outside linebackers? Like, is, is anyone going to be able to affect Trent? Trent, no. I, I do worry about uh, uh, Darrell Taylor mm-hmm. and Boye Mafe. Mm-hmm. I worry about their speed and athleticism against Mike McGlinchey. Now, Mike McGlinchey has, he has been one of those people who over the past couple of weeks has elevated his level of play. Uh, But he's still Mike McGlinchey. And until we have a more consistent level of play where he's not getting beat by these smaller, faster, more athletic edge guys, then, you know, that's still going to be a concern for me. So Shelby Harris, not worried about it all, but it's it's these these smaller, faster, more athletic edge guys, um, you know, that can bend off the edge, that can convert speed to power very quickly and efficiently. And Darrell Taylor and Boye Mafe, that you know, I have my eye on as far as uh, Mike McGlinchey's concerned. All right, <clears throat> I like that. And last, and Uchenna Nwosu can't forget him either. And, yep, yep. Last but not least, give me a Mo's nose game day prediction what is something that's going to go down something you predict to go down in this game so not just something in the game something that happens throughout the game yeah like like the score result uh bosa getting three sacks or do you predict going against a rookie or do you predict you know, Ray Ray McLeod returning a kickoff return or like anything like what, what's something that you think may happen realistically. Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell have multiple touchdowns. Multiple touchdowns. Yeah. So that's two, a minimum two a piece. Minimum two a piece. Jeez. Jeez. So I'm I'm scared to ask you your your uh <laughs> your, your score prediction, bro. That sounds crazy. I you don't have to give I, it now. Yeah, I'm just I was, scared to ask. I, no, I'm, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it now because I I was I was concerned about scoring more than thirty points. You know, particularly with the weather. But if our running game is going to be as as solid as I think it's going to be, and if the weather is going to force us to run the ball, if we can get into the red zone. Mm. then that means, you know, maybe McCaffrey has a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. And then Mitchell has, you know, two goal line touchdowns. Whatever it is, I feel like our two top running backs who we've been waiting for to be in this position and perfect. Peachy says someone other than Purdy throws a touchdown. Why not CMC? That could be one of the, the multiple touchdowns that I'm talking about. So, mm. you know, and listen, if he throws a touchdown to Elijah Mitchell, that's even better for me. But I feel like both of those guys get multiple touchdowns. So I, score prediction, I'm going to say 34-17. Okay. 
That's that's realistic. I like it. I like it a lot. Huff with the pick six. I'm going to read some of these predictions. Uh, Peachy says someone other than uh, Purdy throws a TD. Uh, Niner gang. Dion says, I predict three Three interceptions for the defense. Okay. Uh, Who, who, let's see if we can guess the three. Gibson, Ward. T. Gip, he's been hot. Greenlaw. Which Ward? Jimmy Ward. Okay. I got T. Gip. I got the safeties. I got T. Gip. I got Huff. Mm-hmm. I don't got Huff with a pick in this game. I got Dre Greenlaw with the pick. I got T. Gip. I got Huff. And I got, give me, I, I'm going to go linebacker as well, but I'm going to go Fred. Okay. I could dig it. Because because listen, here's the thing. We haven't talked about this, but they're going to try to, you. they're going to have to figure out if Noah Fant's healthy and available. He's going to get used. They got a couple of tight ends. So that's going to be for these linebackers, these safeties. It's going to be they. They chance to go ahead and get mm-hmm. their paws on some of these uh these uh footballs. I said footballs too. I made sure I paused and said the whole word this time. Um, because <laughs> y'all not gonna get me on this one. <clears throat> no, I'm just looking for some of these uh other predictions. Let's see what else. Oh, I like got. that, Demarcus Elliott. I'll get to it. Uh, she says I predict seven defensive turnovers. Whoa! If they do this. If we get seven defensive turnovers, we putting like, up a yo, 50 burger, yo. yo but then the, then the NFC should just be like, yo, man, just let the Niners go. Let's just, let them just, go. Just, just let them, whoever going to be from the AFC, just put them through. This is why Kali is my man 50 grand, bro. Because um, it's going it's gonna to happen. I'm going to say it till it happens. Because it's going to happen. Uh, we haven't been geared up for the Trent Williams catching the TD. But this could be a game. This could be that game. Where they in that goal line situation, it's like second and goal. Won't be on the first goal. They're going to try to punch it in on the first one. Second and goal. No one's going to expect it. Trent's eligible. And next thing you know, he's catching a TD for a touchdown. The good old Joe Staley. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Watch. Just just watch. It's got to happen. A lot of this, man. Juice, my man, Chris Brown, uh, Commanders fan. Says juice going juice get two TDs. Juice with two. Oh, Listen, he shows up playoff time. He does. He had, our, he had a touchdown time. in the Super Bowl for us. What if so. juice throws a TD? That would be fire. That would be fire. And it, it it what what's crazy is we've talked about you know the trick play against Arizona. Mm-hmm. We talked about Pete Carroll coming up with some type of gadget play of his own to either keep his team in it or swing momentum. What if what if it is Kyle? What if it is Kyle says, no, we're going to beat you to the punch and do something where Trent Williams catches a touchdown or Christian McCaffrey throws a touchdown or Kyle Juszczyk throws a touchdown? Like, I, I, I could very well see that being a part of our game plan to kind of beat them to the punch of what they were going to do and completely swing momentum our way. Ooh. Yo, DeMarcus been on fire. He, he got He got this one. Mooney with the pick six, Ken Law two sacks, and then he got Greenlaw with a pick six in the sack. So that's two pick sixes. Two pick sixes. I, I like from it Mooney, though. Ward and Greenlaw. But see, I like these predictions because no one is no one is like like as bad as the defensive played the week before last. Like people still have the confidence in this defense because they know the capability. I mean, yeah. my man, like Chris Brown, who's watching, look, Warner's going to get a pick six. Like, you you predicted that. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is how, like, dope this defense has been across the league. All pro Fred. That's what he is. All pro. He's voted by the players. All pro Fred. It was an inaugural players voting all pro list that came out yesterday. And Fred Warren was on there. Matter of fact, the 49ers have four players on there. Uh, tied with the Kansas City Chiefs for the most players on that list. That's my Super Bowl prediction now because I just found out Lamar Jackson ain't playing for the Baltimore Ravens ever again, bro. Like, I just, I think it's done. I, I think it's his his season in Baltimore is over, which means... And he he's not playing in this playoff game? Oh, yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's done. He said, listen, I'm going to play the first half of the season just to let y'all know who I am. Who I, I am. do this. That's it. But That's you're not getting no, you're not getting a full nope. eighteen weeks from That's me in plus did. playoffs because y'all not a gonna wear me decision. down for my next contract. Absolutely, a mother freaking business. Decision. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what he did, and I'm not mad at him. But where would he go next? Oh man, offseason gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. It's got some quarterbacks out there, which sucks because Jimmy. Even though we don't got to trade him, Jimmy's a free agent, so we don't got to worry about it no more like we did last year when we were trying to trade Jimmy to a team. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, oh, this quarterback's available. They went with that quarterback. Jimmy's still hurt. Jimmy can't do this. We don't got to worry about that anymore because Jimmy's a free agent next year, whereas last year he was on the team and we were still trying to find a place for him to go. So, listen, most great show, man. Love your score prediction. <sighs> Can the 49ers get... 30 points this week. They haven't put up 30 points against Seattle this season. 27-21. I got to get my score prediction. So my score prediction is going to be 31-13. to 31-13. I think they get the 30 purdy, bro. It's there. It's there. 30 purdy is there. But they only give up 13 points. I think they actually let Seattle score first. I hate to say it. It's just what it is. If Seattle gets the ball, they may just score first. Let's get to this poll question, Mose, real quick, because I'm saying in the 30s. You said in the 30s, too, so if you voted in the poll. But the poll, the the the, the faithful and everybody that voted said that 21 to 29 is, the average, is where the 49ers are going to score their points, 21 to 29, which is all right because they haven't seen it. We haven't put up 30 against them anyway. But this is a new week. Yeah, the, I, I, this is new and this is different. This is different. And I I, there, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it. I think how we went into that Arizona game and then having to get net, getting that tightened up, I think that was a reality check for us that we cannot go into a football game like this. And I'm, gl- I'm glad it happened the week before the playoffs because it's fresh. Mm-hmm. We know how we went into that Arizona game. We do not want to do that again. We cannot start a football game that way. So I think we'll be straight. I will predict – Game predict that the 49ers score four Russian TDs. And Brock Purdy will get one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Yo, Mose, I'm headed out to Cali, bro. Hey, man, safe travels. You know how how the weather is over here, how the weather is over there. Yes, sir. We know how the airports and the airlines like to do you. But again, we're going to pray for travel and mercies, and we're going to pray that everything is smooth there and back. So have fun, bro. Love you as always. Uh, and, and get back home safe. Appreciate it, man. Coach Cruz, thank you so much for the Super Chat contribution. Happy early birthday, Breezy. Have a drink on me this weekend. I'm going to have some chicken wings on you. I'm trying to cut out the drinking. Uh, it packs on a little bit of extra calories for your boy. I'm going to enjoy some food, though, this weekend. 
I can tell you that right now. But thank you so much, Coach Cruz, and thank you again for my for my for my breezy piece. He got me a nice little custom breezy piece. You know what I'm saying? Here it is. I knew it was on the wall. Oh, I gotta show you, Mose. I gotta show you how I'll be stunting. I'll be stunting on these holes. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? It got this. No way. Bro, we're you ain't winning that's if crazy. you ain't spinning. That's great. That's fire. Hey man, custom that's fire, bro. I don't know where, how, or what, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it is. It is what it is. But uh, Coach Cruz, I appreciate this, man. I wish I could get up with you this weekend. I know you're going to be away. But the Niners, man, listen, the Niners got to just go out there, Moe's, and do what they do best, execute. And they've been really well in executing. They've been really disciplined. The penalties have been down a lot. You know, the refs are going to try to be refs. So the Niners got to make sure they take that into consideration and continue to go out there and be disciplined. There's no way that they're going to uh, not walk away with the victory in this game. And we'll be talking about that divisional round next week, bro. Absolutely. Y'all, we love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Always keep it nitty-gritty. Thanks for watching. I'll see you out in Cali, baby. Oh, couple of things going on in California. My bad. Tomorrow, if you really want to party with me, let me see you where your eyes can be. Straight buck wildin' in the place to be. I'm going to be with my man Travis King. He's performing. Tomorrow's going to be a red and gold meet and greet. All right? Red and gold meet and greet. Special guest appearance by Super Bowl champion Eric Davies. going to be doing autographs. $25 per item. And you can come out and party with me. Travis King will be performing with some others. It's brought to you by Zinni. Uh, if you guys like those eyeglasses that I be wearing, that's the that's the brand name right there. It's gonna be a liquid lounge, all right, in San Jose, California. And if you want to get in, you gotta wear the 49ers dress code. It's free, I believe, before 7:30 p.m. It starts at 7. So if you want to get in for free, you better show up at 7 and you can get in for free, man. We'll see you out there. And then on Saturday, the 49ers rush road trip tailgate is official. We're gonna be in that blue lot, southeast corner of the blue lot, blue lot number one. It's gonna be all you can eat, food, drinks, starts at 10 a.m. We'll be shutting it down at 12 p.m. and heading on over to the stadium. All right, so make sure you join myself, my man John Chapman, and the 49er uh, Rush Road Trip crew. It's going to be coming soon. Uh, we'll see you guys on Saturday. All right, just wanted to put that out there. We got this joint, y'all. Thanks for watching. Always, man, stay up, stay faithful. Enjoy y'all weekend, and let's get this dub. Let's get this dub. Peace.